We're with the Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors, and Precious Paul Ellery. That's right, as everybody knows out there, we're the guys that broke Jim Garnett's leg at Midnight Express and Big Bubba. Your legs are next, or we're gonna break any kind of part of your body we can get our hands on. Now, as you people out there also know, myself, my brother Huff, and Dusty Rose, another street brother, are the world's six-man champions, and we intend to defend those titles all over the country. Ain't that right, Huff? You got it, brother. Let me tell you people something. From scaffold matches to six-man tag team matches to buckhouse stampedes, all we want to do is fight, because that's what we're all about, fighting any way we can, up high, down low, in the street, wherever we go, we beat people up, and we're the best at it. Once again, you wanted to say something about Jimmy Cornette? I understand he's back. <laughs> he's back, he's back, all right. You've proved one thing, Jimmy Cornette. You commit your blunders with superb efficiency. And standing in front of you is the two men that threw you down off of the scaffold, 25 feet in the air to the bottom of the ring. Now, we realize that you've had surgery on both knees, and we realize that you've also signed some more of these matches. So think about it, Midnight Express. Think about it, anybody else who gets into a match against Animal and Hawk and goes 25 feet in the air or enters a bunkhouse stampede with $25,000, $50,000, whatever it may be. It's the pride of the Legion of Doom that makes us number one, that makes us walk away with all the gold. Number one in professional wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, from the studios in the wrestling capital of the South, it's another exciting edition of the Binge Buster Show. WrestleCade Weekend returns to Winston-Salem, November 29th, 30th, and December 1st. Meet your favorite wrestling stars. Experience live wrestling events all three days. Shop for your favorite wrestling merch and more. Join us for family-friendly fun for wrestling fans of all eras during WrestleCade Weekend, November 29th, 30th, and December 1st. All goes down at the Benton Convention Center in Winston-Salem. Tickets and info at WrestleCade.com. Welcome back to the Binge Buster Show, and I'm so excited. This week, we have got a special uh, surprise guest for you, and uh, if you haven't already picked up on who it's going to be, well, uh, you know, you're living under a rock because I'm excited. Uh, my partner, Tim, is excited. This is going to be a great, great podcast, and uh, right now, we're going to be uh, taking one more little quick break 
And when we come back, I'm coming back with this week's guest on the Binge Buster Show. Legends and Hall of Famers 
and the present stars too coming up in the wrestling business, it's going to be a great event. Yeah, and that's the thing about the uh, Road Warrior Animal. When you were there, for instance, let's take last year with uh, Jackson Dane, uh, the team that you managed uh, over there with Crimson. That team uh, with you involved in it just was over the top last year. Yeah, man, the the the, the, the War Kings are, are are looking awesome, you know, and. Um, I, I see there, you know, Tried True's got a table there this year, and, uh, you know, as well as other great companies. And, you know, here, here's the thing, man. To me, at this point in time in my career, you guys know, I bring my spiked shoulder pads. I do, I paid up for the fans. And not only do they get 8x10s and stuff like that, they get to wear these spiked shoulder pads for the photo. And that's the awesome part about it. You know, so, I mean, it's, it, 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 it's an awesome thing, man, and it's uh, it's about giving back to the fans. And and, and I, I love you know for so many years, Hawk and I were so untouchable. I mean, yes. you know, of course, we were in a full sprint on the way to the ring anyway, so we couldn't have time to talk to anybody. <laughs> but now, but now in today's age, man, it's about interacting with the fans, and this is awesome. I love it. Well, that's great. I mean, that's one of the biggest parts of it. Again, when they get to meet Road Warrior Animal and put those spikes on. You know, talking about the spikes, let, let me go a little earlier in your career. When, I was one of the biggest Road Warrior fans growing up. And I'm probably, you know, you guys came in right in there in the Georgia uh, time period around the 81, 82 time period, if I'm not mistaken. But you guys were just over the top, just going crazy nuts. And the fans ate it up. Tell me a little bit about your experience on how it started and who you met in Minneapolis to, to get the shot there at the on the on TPS. Well, you know, man, uh, Ed Sharkey, who trained uh, Destiny Devante Ventura, you know, uh, Eddie Sharkey had wrestled uh, Harley Race himself for the NWA Championship, wrestled for Vern Gagne for years, and and uh, you know, he he we were bouncing at the same bar. It was Hawk and I, and Ravishing Rick Rude, and and uh, Scott Norton, and uh, you know, Smashing Demolition. He says, "Hey, I'm going to do a wrestling camp." And we all looked at each other and says, oh, you know, what the, what the hell we got to lose, right? So we did the wrestling camp. We were just bouncing anyway. And uh, lo and behold, we had no idea that Ed Sharkey was very good friends with Ollie Anderson. And Ollie Anderson, always as usual, you know, at that time, the wrestling business was really down on its butt, man. I mean, it was at a low point. Nobody was drawing any money anywhere, especially down in Georgia Championship Wrestling. So, mm-hmm. you know, Ollie would call around the country looking for talent. And he said, hey, man, I got these guys bouncing into this bar, Ollie. You really need to come take a look at them. You are not going to believe the size of these guys and what they can do. And um, one day, Ollie Anderson was coming in through the door at Grandma B's, the bar in Minneapolis, and I was throwing some guy out on his rear end. And I, I didn't even know who Ollie was. I said, excuse me. And I went back in and, <laughs> you know, ended up going up to the office and met Ollie and, about uh, three weeks later, we got the call to go down to Atlanta, man, down to Georgia Championship Wrestling, and it was the best thing we ever did. You know, when Hawk oh, and I went down there, to, when Hawk and I went down there together the first day. You got to imagine. Now, here I am, you know, inner city kid, right? Didn't grow up with a with a hell of a lot. My dad was a Honeywell guy, but I walk into TBS Studios, and I'm looking around, and I'm seeing the American Dream and the Wildfire Tommy Rich, Mr. Wrestling Number One and Two, and Paul Lorendorf, Pilo Santana, Sergeant Slaughter, Don Carnoodle. I'm going, man. holy crap, what did I just walk into here, man? 
am I going to be good enough? Can I do it? And that's my thoughts that were running through our heads, you know. I hope we can do it. And then, you know, lo and behold, uh, you know, Ole said, hey, man, here's these tag team belts. You guys protect them and go. And, uh, and, and, and so we took that as a pride and joy. And, man, and Stan Hansen was there, too. And, you know, believe me, there were times the guy told us, hey, come here, you two big muscle-bound muscle buffoons. Get over here. Because we were hurting people. We were hurting people because Ed Sharkey never taught us how to throw a working punch. So oh we were God. really punching each other. We were really punching each other in the nose. And we were breaking each other's nose like every other week, it seems like, you know? So, um. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, and, and it was that kind of start we had in the wrestling business. And what Hawk and I were lucky, man. We did, before Hawk passed away, that we were together for 22 years, inseparable in this business. And we had 22 years of main event talent we worked with. And that was a pleasure to me, man, with an honor. That was awesome. I'm telling you. And, you know, I'm looking back, and it, it just sort of – I went back in history, and uh, a few months ago I watched the last Battle of Atlanta, and I saw a match with the Road Warriors versus Jimmy Valiant and Shaska Watley, Pez Watley. And yeah, pretty much that thing – they, they carried the match because you guys were sort of new at the time, but you guys morphed from there. And those those Georgia belts with the uh, with the uh, Confederate flag on them, I can just I can just see that now on the cover of Pro Wrestling Illustrated. And it did the tag team of the year. It just it, it, it snowballed from there. You guys were phenomenal. You went from Georgia Championship Wrestling, and then you went to the AWA, and you were I think you were like one of the first teams to win all three major championships. Is that not correct? Yeah, you know we went to the AWA and won those belts, and then uh, you know then what really helped us out is that when you know we were kind of we were kind of the the bullies of the bullies, so. We were the bullies of the bad guys. We beat up all the bad guys. You know, and that's the way they booked us. Even if you booked us with Stone Cold baby faces like Larry and Kurt Henning at the time were Stone Cold baby faces, we still got a standing ovation. Or if you wow. booked us against if you booked us against Sting and Luger, we got a standing ovation. You know, I mean I remember we turned heel on Sting and Luger and they gave us a standing ovation in Richmond, Virginia. You know, but it, it was by the time we finally got to WWF, that's what the wrestling fans still relate to this day as the big three. The NWA, AWA, and WWF. So those were like the three granddaddy associations in the pro wrestling. And we were at Madison Square Garden in New York City. I'll never forget it, man. I look in the audience and there's Regis Philbin and Lou Ferrigno and all these other huge stars in the audience. I'm going, am I in a twilight zone here? You know? And we're wrestling the Nasty Boys. And uh, we won the WWF Championship. And, you know, in my career, I've been in front of, in front of a lot of loud crowds, man, from the great city of Chicago to Philly to Charlotte, everywhere, you know, all up and down the, the southeast coast there. And that crowd gave us a 15-minute standing ovation in New York City when we won some belts. Because that's before all the, you know, that's when K-Fabe was running rampant back then, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And people believed, and, and Hawk and I were no nonsense. You know, we, 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 we can work our style without hurting anybody and made it believable that the fans would go, oh, that's got to be real. You know, and, and, and that was the case, man. And, and fans just appreciate it. 
And yeah, that was the culmination, man. That was that was a great time. You know what I found out the other day? Okay. There's four okay. major Hall of Fames in our business. The WWE Hall of Fame, the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, the NWA Hall of Fame, and the Pro Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame. Those are the four recognized. And I didn't realize that there's only six guys in all four. And oh, Hawk wow. and I are two of them. And Hawk and I are two of them. Well, you and deserve to be in any kind of Hall of Fame that there is. I mean, Hawk and Animal are Hall of Fame uh, material from any generation. I mean, you think about it, Animal, uh, the generation today that doesn't ever get the opportunity to see you guys wrestle live have the network at least and have YouTube to go back and see the phenomenal work that, that we appreciated growing up with. And the Road Warriors are probably one of the most decorated teams. And when somebody goes back and looks at that, of course, Hall of Fame's anywhere in the world should be able to recognize the Road Warriors. And I'm so glad well, that they you know, do. It, it, it's a good flattery amongst the guys in, in the business, you know, and someone goes to ring and they get a pretty decent cheer. That, you know, the whole thing is, hey, man, you got a Road Warrior pop. You know, and, yeah. and that's kind of that's kind of cool to this day that that happens. Hey, listen, there's no doubt in my mind if Hawk and I were breaking into the business today, we would be over like son of a gun again. You know what I mean? For sure. Just, I think our gimmick was so far ahead of its time, and we were so like – I was talking to this the other day when I did a podcast, and, and the gentleman brought it up. He goes, you know, you guys were like – you guys were like the the thing and the Incredible Hulk together. You were so anti-establishment that the people loved you, right? Mm-hmm. And and you and you know we and we appreciate where we came from in life. And if you ever listen to any of our promos, our promos had to do where we came from, what we had to go through, and we never insulted the intelligence of the wrestling fans or tried to talk above them because. We were of the wrestling fans, you know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. that's the mistake guys come into business today, and they try to get too cute and too funny and everything else. But if you talk to the heart of the wrestling fan and tell them that story and give the wrestling fan what they want, they appreciate that because they're getting their money's worth, you know? And that, and that's what it's all about in this business, you know? I don't think there's ever been a wrestling match where any fan has walked away not thinking they got their money's worth with the Road Warriors or the Legion of Doom being on the card. Um, oh, yeah, and, so and, most, most and, of those time was, most of the time was holy crap, what the hell just happened? You know, <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, don't think that some guys didn't try to rip one on us down there. I remember working in Georgia Championship Wrestling against Buzz and Brett Sawyer in Macon, Georgia, in front of about 25 people at the time. And uh, we went one hour, an hour Broadway, man. And, and, uh, and oh yeah, Hawk and I both felt like throwing up, you know. And, and, and Buzz did it on purpose. Buzz was the booker back then. He did it on purpose. But we stuck to our guns, man. We paced ourselves, and we did the whole hour. And uh, you know, I was pretty proud of that one. <laughs> well, I know that uh, they had that that. Buzz Sawyer, again, another great one that's gone. Uh, he had that uh, kind of way that he could just stay in. It seemed like staying there forever and not get tired. Yeah, yeah. Buzz, but, Buzz had great. Uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, Buzz felt succumbed to what a lot of people do in our business that have in the past with the with the little bit of abuse there, you know, and everything else. 
which evidently mm-hmm. at the end of the day took him in, you know. But uh, yeah, man, before he got into that crazy nonsense, he he was a machine. I saw some great matches against Buzz Sawyer and uh, Dick Murdoch. Oh, they, yeah. they were awesome. Yeah, man. So you know, it it, it, was, it was pretty incredible stuff. There. But yeah, man, it's it, it's gonna be great to get back to Winston Salem here, you know, for uh. For Wrestle Cage, you know, I look forward to seeing all the great fans, you know, in uh, North Carolina. So it's going to be a great event, too. Well, and, and you know, Animal, one, one, one of the things I like to bring up real quick, um, you know, in, in my years as, as a young kid growing up in the in the Crockett territory, um, I got to, you know, witness a lot a lot of the Road Warriors, uh, what I call a highlight moment. And and the uh, top three that, that, I, that I liked that I got to watch see live was the War Games, the Skywalkers and of course the bench press contest there in Greensboro. Um, all three of those things were just so amazing. Yeah, you know, people don't realize <clears throat> you know, well the war games without a doubt. I mean that was so great to be a part of and we got so hyped up and some of the things we were able to do, you know, I, I laugh, you know, guys fly over the top rope now, right? They act like it's a brand new thing diving over the top rope. If you look back in those war games I was throwing a flying tackle across both rings. Yes, right. you were. And I was 315 pounds doing it. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> you know, so I look like a 747 flying across the ring. You know, but you know that 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 was a, a great moment. You know, and uh, you know just just that whole time period. You know, that bench press contest. A lot of fans don't under, realize that. Two nights before that in Hammond, Indiana, uh, Warlord had dropped me on my head, and uh, I blew out my orbital rim. Oh, no. Yeah, I had a skull fractured, fractured cheek, broken nose, and an orbital rim, and no one knew it when I did the bench press. Wow. And I still I still bench like 545, some stupid number like that, and that's, uh-huh. you know, I took the six, I took 610 pounds off the bar. And that's where Barbarian and Paul Jones and the Warlord jumped us. But still, man, that was a great angle with those guys to help get those guys over as well. And, uh, and, and you know, it, 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 believe me, that was a hard thing to bench with your face. You guys know from Mr. Wake, you lay down on a bench, man, your head gets full of all that pressure. Imagine doing that with a broken orbit. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine. No. I mean, only somebody like Road Warrior Animal could even do something like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's just one of the Warrior Animals was stupid enough to do it. <laughs> well, and I, I tell you what, you, you gave a lot of memories to the fans for sure. I want to touch base real quick before you go. Uh, Scott Norton was a guest on the Binge Buster show a few weeks back, and, and, and he couldn't talk enough about you guys uh, being tough opponents in, in Japan. Tell us a little bit about your uh, your your Japan deal as far as when you were over there and how that felt as being uh, wrestling in front of the Japanese crowd? Uh, I can't even explain it when you go to a foreign country like that, especially Japan, and you do something they appreciate. Cause the Japanese people are pretty quiet. And when, you have, when you're in the Tokyo Dome or the Osaka Dome and you have 65,000 people, you know, chanting, you know, animal do or haku, the way they say animal and haku over there, it's freaking surreal and uh we did a six man over there a few times with uh hawk and i and kensky Sasaki against scott norton and the steiner brothers and uh 
believe me, all six of us, we beat the crap out of each other. Oh, I, wow. to this day, was never hit so hard by a running tackle that from Scott Norton. Scott Norton was a powerhouse freight train. <clears throat> See, I used, to, uh, I used to train Scott Norton. I, we, were, we were training partners in Minnesota when he was uh, training for the World Championships in arm wrestling against uh, Cleve Dean years ago. And um, he and I worked out together all the time, and we always would play mind games with each other, which made us better athletes. And uh, and it carried over into the pro wrestling deal when he decided to get into pro wrestling. And uh, Scott Norton, is, he's a great guy, man. I can't say enough about Scotty, you know. He was a high school buddy of Hawks, as a matter of fact. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And uh, so, so they, uh, he's got a lot of great inside Hawk stories, you know, and, and, and stuff. You know, the, the, those guys, imagine, you know, Hawk and Scott Norton playing on a, a team. This bar called Halleck had a, what they called a, it was called a touch football team, but it was really a rough touch football team. And, uh, Having Norton as your bunny, as your blocking back, and Hawk as your running back. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what a rush! <laughs> I know, right? Definitely. Yeah, that's definitely a rush. Well, man, I tell you what, I could talk all day, but uh, we definitely appreciate the time you've taken with us, Road Warrior Animal. Again, you're going to be at uh, WrestleCade, not only uh, November 30th with your um, vendor, but you're going to be uh, there as well Friday night. And Sunday uh, with um, the Showcase of Champions on Friday night, of course. And then we'll have the big uh, ladies uh, show, uh, Queen of Combat, the AML show on Sunday. So you'll be there all three days, November 30th, November 29th, 30th, and December the 1st. WrestleCade at the Benny Convention Center in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. We couldn't be prouder to have you. Road Warrior. Oh, man. I look sore for man. You know, hey, you know that weekend's going to be in North Carolina. Oh, what a rush. You got it. Grove Warrior Animal, Vince Buster fans, and we'll be right back right after this. Man, Tim, that was awesome interview with Road Warrior Animal. Well, I've only got uh, a couple of little words to say to you. Oh, what a rush. I'm telling you what, and speaking of rushes, Tim, WrestleCade is just not that far away. We're we're one week away from WrestleCade. Can you believe it? It's like a week away from Christmas. I can't reiterate it enough. A week away, and Road Warrior Animal is not only going to be there one day, like originally planned, but a few months back we talked about him maybe being there three days. And since he's going to be in town, he says, let's do it, man. So he's going to be there, sign a VIP autographs for the fans. You can put the spiked shoulder pads on your shoulders and be a reliving, a living legend right there. Hall of Famer, Road Warrior Animal right there at WrestleCade. Showcase of Champions, also be there during the day, signing autographs on Saturday. And, of course, afternoon he'll be there during the Queen of Combats and the AML special show. Oh, it's going to be awesome from, uh, from start to finish. Fans, you know, we're in the crunch time now. Now, you know, a lot of you fans are kind of baiting. I'm sure you're sitting at home going, I don't know, I don't know. Well, listen, I'm going to make the decision for you. You better get your ticket this week because, Tim, I, I, I would I would, I would, would go out on a limb to say probably by Saturday, even Sunday, uh, the, the, the chance of getting in the building is probably slim to none, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, probably the only ticket you're going to get 
weekend of, there are people that have unexpected things that come up that already bought a ticket months ago and are trying to sell them. We do sometimes have those up front for people that we're trying to sell, and we let them know that if we sell them, we sell them, we don't, we don't kind of deal. But that's about the only way you get in on that. Speaking of getting in, um, there's a huge, huge demand for Iron Sheik this year, I've uh, been informed. Uh, so Iron Sheik is definitely going to be there Saturday, uh, November 30th, from 9 a.m. until 3 p.m., but now... Uh, you'll get an opportunity to see the Iron Sheik on Friday night to showcase the champion. So his line is going to be still on on Saturday. Uh, they decided to bring him in on Friday to uh, give the opportunity to some of the people that already bought a pre-sale on the Iron Sheik so they could skip the line on Saturday. Oh, that's so, great. <laughs> that's telling you something there. That's telling you something there. The demands for this year's uh, uh, guests are huge. So uh, uh, the Iron Sheik is probably uh, one of the ones that's led the race in pre-sales, uh, so that's pretty that's pretty damn good. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, not not only not only are we gonna have to see the Iron Sheik, but also uh, on Saturday, uh, it's a very very uh, rare opportunity to get your picture made with the fabulous Freebirds. That's right. I'm talking about Michael P. S. Hayes and Jimmy Jam Garvin. They're gonna be right there at WrestleCade uh, doing a photo op, and uh, and you know I'm gonna have to get in there because uh, fans. When I was growing up, I was a Huge Michael Hayes mark, and if you go back and look at some of my matches, I I do the Michael Hayes strut and the and the moonwalk. Not as good as him, but boy, I sure did try. But uh, but I actually have uh the Bad Street USA, which in my opinion, Tim, is the greatest wrestling theme song ever written. But I have the cassette tape that I've had since I was a little young boy, and I cannot wait to bring that to Wrestlecade and show it to Michael and get it autographed. And get it put back in my museum. Um, I'm really excited about that. Well, that sounds pretty cool, man. I mean, I, I know there's a lot of people who like to have their hands on a cassette of that nature, but now a cassette that's signed. Wow, that's a good piece for your uh, museum there for for sure, Tony. Yeah, I've got. It's, it's going to be a heck of a time, man. I, I'm telling you, WrestleCade is going to be hot, and uh, I know we've uh, been saying this set for weeks and weeks and weeks, but fans. I believe this is going to be the biggest WrestleCade to date. I mean, Tim, we're we're talking about the open challenge from the great Muda. And, you know, last night we talked to James Ellsworth, and we uh, thought that he would be uh, ready to step up into that, but it sounded like he was backtracking and uh, uh, don't want no part of Muda. But I'm sure of of the 120-some wrestlers that are going to be on hand, uh, I'm sure somebody's going to step up to the plate and uh, and accept that open challenge from Great Muda. Who knows? Kim Blaze may even put his wrestling tights back on and, and accept the challenge. Hey, and, and 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 hey, Tim. And since you're saying that, maybe I'll maybe I'll bring my stuff. And uh, you know, it'd be you know, kind of like in the original, like the the very first time that Muda came to Crockett, um, he wrestled two or three guys at the same time. Maybe you and I might have a better chance than they did. Who knows? And heck. I might even put on my wrestling tights and get in there and beat the hell out of James Ellsworth this year in the Battle Royal. Who knows what's going to happen at WrestleCade this year? But fans, if you want to know, you got to buy the ticket and you got to be there. You got to, and you've got to buy the T-shirt. What T-shirt am I talking about? The new exclusive Binge Buster Show T-shirt 
starring Tony Bench and Kim Blaze. It's exclusive. And only that, not only that, fans, on the back of the T-shirt will have the exclusive WrestleCade logo that says, I was there. I was there at WrestleCade November 29th, 30th, and December the 1st. Hell, I don't care if you weren't there all three days. If you were there one day, buy the shirt, represent, tell the people you were there. It's an exclusive T-shirt. And I'm only available at WrestleCade. And, and fans, you better get there and, and get them because we're only going to have a select number of shirts ready. Um, and once, once they're gone, they're gone. They're very rare, and they're only available at WrestleCade only. If you don't get it there, you won't get it at all, fans. Now, I, I will tell you this. If they sell out on Friday or Saturday, there is a possibility that we can get pre-orders and be back with the T-shirt for you on Sunday. So don't forget, grab the shirts early. Uh, they're exclusive only for WrestleCade fans. They've got the WrestleCade logo on the back. It has been approved by the president of WrestleCade to do so. You're going to get a double-sided shirt for a great price right there at WrestleCade for the exclusive. And it's got all the podcast uh, guests that's been on the uh, Binge Buster podcast. All the guests have been on there with the exception of James Ellsworth and Road Warrior Animal, of course. Yep. Uh, then that's production time of the T-shirt. Uh, but, of course, all of them will be there. And, of course, uh, if, you, if you buy the shirt, I may be able to get you, a, hook you an autograph of one of the uh, guests who knows. So just uh, come by and talk to us and uh, get more information on the Binge Buster uh, T-shirt, new and exclusive for WrestleCade only. And it's going to be exciting. And, you know, Tim, uh, uh, you know, to, to, to show you uh, the people that my po- our, our podcast is reaching, um, I was at a – car wash today having my car wash and this guy walks up to me and says hey aren't you the guy on the binge buster show and i said yeah he said man i've been listening to that podcast i really enjoy it and uh i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna buy a ticket to WrestleCade." and i told him don't think about it do it and he said he said he said i'm excited about it he said i hear you guys talk about all the matches and all the people are going to be there and he says i'm a great muda fan and uh and I told him, well, if you if you don't come to WrestleCade, you're probably never going to see Great Muda again because uh, him coming to the states is very very rare. So, um, so I, I I think just just in that moment, you know, um, I believe the Bench Buster Show sold a ticket to WrestleCade. So fans, if you're listening, make sure you get your WrestleCade tickets. And uh, and if and if you did hear about WrestleCade on the Bench Buster Show, drop by our our table there at WrestleCade. Tell us about it. And we'll uh, give you a free autograph of us. That's right. That's right. Free autograph from Binge Busters on an exclusive Binge Buster card that you can take home as a free takeaway from the table. It's going to be great, fans. It's going to be awesome. Perfect. So make sure you get your tickets. I think I I hear Tracy uh, Myers uh, knocking on the door here at the uh, studio. I think he he might be ready for a WrestleCade report coming up. Oh yeah, um, he uh, he uh, he has already called in with that. We uh, uh, we played that oh, just a oh, little. Right. Yeah, yeah, Tim. When when whenever you were on hold with uh, with Animal, uh, Tracy called me and I, and I and I got that put on there. And he gave us the WrestleCade report. And I'm telling you, fans, good. you got to got to got to be there. Good, good. I know, I, I know. I was hearing you in the background. I didn't know what was going on. So, yep. uh, hey. Tracy Myers getting to get the uh, WrestleCade report this week. That's great. So the fans are up to date on everything going on. Man, I am ready. It is awesome, fans. So uh, we're running out of time this week, but make sure you get your WrestleCade tickets. And fans, remember, we got just a couple of more shows 
before WrestleCade, but on the last episode of the podcast before WrestleCade, Tim and I have got a major announcement concerning the Binge Buster Show and WrestleCade. You don't want to miss that. That's coming up next week. But uh, in the meantime, make sure that you're going and you're following us on our Facebook page because that's where you're going to find out the information. You know, uh, the the Facebook page always announces who our guest is going to be before uh, it airs. Uh, today, it broke earlier today about Rover Animal, and that podcast is up now, and we're talking about it and listening to it, and that's exciting. But you got to go like the Facebook page and follow us so that you know uh, what's going on. And, uh, and make sure that you download us on your favorite pa- um, podcast platform. Tim, my tongue's a little tied tonight. It's a little late. But, uh, but uh, you know, we're, 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 we're going to keep this thing rolling and making sure everybody knows where to find the Binge Buster Show. Uh, but we're, we're available on all platforms. And uh, download us. Listen to us. Go back and listen to, to some of the older episodes because we've had some really, really cool guests. And you might want to go back and listen to that in order to um, to find out about the um, about the surprise we have for our very last podcast before WrestleCade. That's right, and remember, fans, you can also uh, the, some of the things Tony was talking about there: uh, Spotify, iTunes, uh, iHeartRadio, YouTube. Go to all those platforms and at least subscribe to one of them and get the Binge Buster Show on your favorites list. And every week there'll be an episode. There's sometimes two episodes, so you'll never know what you're going to get with the Binge Buster Show. That's the truth. Well, fans, we thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. And we will see you at WrestleCade. This is Baby Doll. Don't miss Binge Busters with Tony and Tim. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. WrestleCade Weekend returns to Winston-Salem, November 29th, 30th, and December 1st. Meet your favorite wrestling stars. Experience live wrestling events all three days. Shop for your favorite wrestling merch and more. Join us for family-friendly fun for wrestling fans of all eras during WrestleCade Weekend, November 29th, 30th, and December 1st. All goes down at the Benton Convention Center in Winston-Salem. Tickets and info at WrestleCade.com.